what's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of 10WT Tips where every single week we teach you how to form the healthy habits that will transform your body and your life. At the 10-week transformation, we teach you a five-step framework. It starts with building your big, which is your why behind your fitness. Step two is we help you set your success indicator, which is your where do you want to be by when, your X to Y by when. Next, we help you identify your progress indicators, which are the weekly goals that will inevitably allow you to make progress towards your overall goal. Number four, we help you plan your pills. These are the micro habits that will increase the likelihood that you're successful with your weekly goals amidst the chaos of your life. And then number five, we set up your scoreboard. We create the sense and the feeling of game on. I promise you, if you do these steps, your habits are gonna be rock solid, your self-confidence is gonna skyrocket, and you'll be on the path to your best you. Every single week, we help individuals who are hungry for growth optimize their potential. I'm your host, Nick Carrier, and today I'm super excited to go into part two of our three-part series of how to form habits that stick. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back. I am super excited about part two of our three-part series of how to form habits that stick. I think habits is one of the most talked about, most anticipated, most interested conversation that so many people are interested in. I mean, it just goes to show you because Atomic Habits, a book by James Clear, which was his first book, has had millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of copies sold. Like there is no one who's a first-time author that has the number of book sales that he has. And it's largely because the book is amazing and it's largely because his thoughts are amazing, but it's largely also because the topic of habits is a topic of interest of almost every single person out there because I really believe it's because most people understand the importance of consistency. That doesn't mean they always live out consistent habits, but people understand the importance of consistency and so either consciously or subconsciously, they try to gain knowledge and experience and skills and tactics and techniques in order to be able to apply more consistency and be more consistent in their own life. And so that's why I want to spend time talking about it today. Like how do we form habits that stick from a health and fitness standpoint? How do we form habits that stick so that the consistency compounds on itself? The compound pounding of exercising regularly, of eating right regularly, of drinking water regularly, of not having too many sweets, not having too much alcohol regularly, like that is what over time is really going to get you the results that you want. And not only are they going to get the results that you want, but they're going to make the results that you want lasting across time. And so I am just so passionate about the topic of forming habits that stick, but it's just such a hard thing to do because oftentimes our habits are conditional. Oftentimes, like I'm going to do this habit if I have time. I'm going to have, I'm going to work out if I have time. I'm going to eat healthy if I feel like it. I'm going to eat healthy if I'm not emotionally distraught. Now, obviously, there are situations in life where you got to give yourself some grace with a lot of these things, but you also have to hold yourself to a high standard that my habits are not conditional. I'm going to do them no matter what. I'm not going to work out if. I'm going to work out when. It's I'm not going to eat healthy if. I'm going to eat healthy no matter what happens. And when you can get to that level of unconditional with your habits, that is really what makes them stick. So how do we get to that point? In part one, we talked about making your goals workable. We talked about making sure you weren't trying to go from zero to 100. 
We made, talked about trying to make sure that we weren't going from A to Z right off the bat because that is something that's just not sustainable. Sure, it might get you results in the short term, but those results will fade as quickly as they came, and we want to make sure that we get results long term. So part two today is going to be about the importance of a scoreboard. And now in the 10-week transformation, our fifth step is setting up a scoreboard, and I just cannot overemphasize the importance of having a means through which you can hold yourself accountable. Now, if you're watching this on video, I'm about to hold up my daily scoreboard, my daily checklist, and then my weekly checklist and scoreboard as well. If not, you'll have to either check out the YouTube video or just or just listen to me talk about it. I have a page. I'm not going to zoom in close enough to where you can see what it is that I actually do. But I have a page in this notebook for every single pay every single day every single day i have a scoreboard for myself of what it is that i need to get done every single week now i'm gonna about to pull out a big pile of papers here every single week i have a scoreboard for myself in the six different areas of my life of what it is that i need to do now that might be a little psychotic to some of you who are listening but holds me accountable holds me to a high standard, and I check in with those scoreboards on a regular basis. My daily scoreboard, I'm looking at it all the time. My weekly scoreboard, I have a daily check-in with it at the end of the week to make sure that I'm on track to get done what I need to get done by the end of the week. And so a scoreboard, I believe, serves a few different purposes. Number one, it provides you with a reminder because how many times do we finish the day, finish the week, finish the month, or maybe even finish the year thinking, oh man, I completely forgot I said I was going to do that stuff, right? That happens to me all the time. It's I, or it used to happen to me all the time. Now it doesn't happen nearly as much because I have regularly sco- regular scoreboards and regular accountability sessions with myself. But all of us have so many different things going on in our life. We have so many distractions. We have so many different people that we're trying to talk to, relationships we're trying to uphold. We have our career. We have our finances. We have our spiritual life. Like there are all these things that we have going on. We're trying to manage our health. We're going to the grocery store. We're working out. Like We have the, all these things that can make life so chaotic and it can distract us and deviate us from the focus that we need to have on completing the most important items. And so that scoreboard can be the thing that reorients you. It can be the thing that brings you back to center. It can be the thing that yells at you, Nick, 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 Nick. Remember, you told yourself you got to do this thing and you do it. And so a scoreboard is massively important from the sense of a reminder. Number two, a scoreboard provides you with feedback. I always think it's hilarious when people say they have a weight loss goal and they haven't weighed themselves in forever. How are you going to know about how what you're doing is working or not working. It's like trying to say that you're going to hit a certain number in your bank account, but then you never look at your bank account. How do you know if you're progressing towards your goal? How do you know if you're spending too much? How do you know what categories that you're spending too much in or maybe not enough in? Like we need a means through which we can experience and receive feedback from our scoreboard. And so our scoreboard gives us that point of feedback. And so we have to make sure that we receive it as feedback and we don't get too emotionally attached to just the result. We need to just come from a place of curiosity rather than just completely placing our confidence on the results that are that are coming to us. So one, it provides us with a reminder. Two, it provides us with feedback. And I think three, and almost most importantly, is it provides you with motivation. Because I truly believe and studies have shown that the sense of meaning and the sense of motivation comes from seeing yourself or feeling yourself progress towards a worthwhile goal. So 
two prerequisites then to motivation is we need a worthwhile goal. And two is we need a means through which we can see our progress. Because so many people have goals, but maybe they don't communicate them or they don't write them down. But oftentimes people have goals and that's great but then they don't know whether or not they're actually progressing towards them. Maybe they can kind of internally feel that they're getting closer, but what if you had a tangible thing that is visual evidence that Nick is progressing towards this goal? Like that is what fires me up when I can fill something in and be like, hell yeah, hell yeah, I'm making progress, I'm doing great. And so providing you with motivation is a massively important thing for a scoreboard. Now, I'll give a little tip about a scoreboard as well. While it can provide you with motivation, It also, while it defines success, it is also defining failure. Like you will visibly see when you don't follow through. If you are updating your scoreboard and you don't execute on your to-do items, then you'll see it. And that can be painful sometimes. But that's where it's really important to make sure that when you see that you don't follow through, to approach yourself with curiosity rather than criticism. And so if we can do that, then that is what keeps our relationship with our scoreboard on a high note, on a positive note. So again, creating a scoreboard is massively important. Number one, it provides us with a reminder. Number two, it provides us with feedback. And number three, it provides us with motivation. But we got to make sure that if we fall short of something on our scoreboard and we see ourselves, quote, failing or not executing, that we don't beat ourselves up. We don't come from a place of criticism. We ask questions. We ask ourselves what happened here, and we're curious. That really allows us to make sure we have the appropriate relationship with our scoreboard. I hope this helped you today. If you don't have a scoreboard for your goals, please, 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 please make one. And if you've never made one before, set up a free call with me at nickcarrier.com slash free call, and I'll help you create a scoreboard for whatever goal that you have. But most importantly, we have a brand new 10-week transformation coming up here in Nashville starting on May 29th. We have a 5 a.m. group, a 6 a.m. group, 7.30 and 10 a.m. group. And y'all, spots are flying off the shelves. So you got to make sure that you sign up for this thing today. Again, nickcarrier.com slash 10WT to get signed up. nickcarrier.com slash 10WT to join us on May 29th and create your scoreboard so that you have constant reminders, you have constant feedback, and you get constant motivation from you making progress towards your goals. Go to nickcarrier.com slash 10WT to get signed up today. Go out, create your scoreboard, grow, go out, form habits that stick, and get ready for next week for the part three of the series on forming habits that stick because I hope it gets you closer and closer to your health and fitness goals and ultimately gets you closer and closer to your best you. 